Welcome to episode 291 of Live Happy Now. This is your host, Paula Phelps, and with the holiday season upon us, we wanted to do something a little bit different this week. Today, we're talking with Anissa Shake, a rising singer-songwriter who brings an inspirational message through her music. Her new single, Happy Little Holiday, is out now, and she's here to tell us about this song, what shapes the positive messaging in all of her music, and why she started a nonprofit organization to reach patients in nursing homes and hospitals during the pandemic. Anissa, welcome to Live Happy Now. Hi, thank you for having me. So one of the things, um, the main reason we wanted to talk to you today, well, we've got a lot to talk to you about, but one of the things leading into it, this is perfect for this episode and this time of year, is that you've written this great song for the holidays, and it's called Happy Little Holiday. So to start, can you kind of tell us where that song came from for you? Yes, actually, I did not write Happy Little Holidays. My producer and two of her co-writers wrote the song, they presented it to me, and it's actually the first song that I've released that I didn't write. So it's it's different, but I honestly love it because I get to express my joy and excitement during this holiday season after a year that's been very tough for everyone across the world and across the globe. And so Happy Little Holiday appeals to all markets, and it's just a very joyful song for the holidays this year. Yeah, and holiday songs in general are joyful. You don't have a lot of sad holiday songs. But why is it so important this year for you to give? Yes, well, the holidays should be a time to get together with your friends, family, and just think about the positive and be grateful for everything you have. And so it's important to release holiday songs, especially this year, because it just reminds us, oh, it's joyful. It's exciting. It's that time of year again before the New Year's and just to have fun with everything and everyone and not to take anything too serious. So the song is called Happy Little Holiday. What else could it mean? <laughs> yeah, because just even hearing the name, you got to smile. So it does its trick even before you start listening to it. Exactly. <laughs> now, you have been writing songs since you were eight. So I want to talk about you for a little bit because your messaging is so incredible. And I wanted to know how at the age of eight you started writing songs and where what kind of songs you wrote. So I picked up the guitar at the age of eight and I kind of never sat it and I've never sat it down since I have played every single day of my life. It's like my travel buddy. And then I started, you know, just kind of mumbling and humming song lyrics to myself in my bedroom with my guitar when I would learn different chord progressions on it. And then at the age of like 11, 12, 13, I really got into singing and songwriting, especially when I picked up my grandpa's 12 string guitar. And that's a funny story how I actually acquired that and he gave it to me. But um, songwriting is very special because it gives you the chance to put yourself in someone else's shoes and connect with with the audience by sparking different memories amongst them. So I may write a song based off of my experiences or observations of other things surrounding me or ideas. And I see, like I watch a movie, I get the message and I'm like, oh, I want to write a song about that. And I sing it, but to the audience, well, right now everything's virtual, but if it wasn't, even on like Zoom and virtual platforms, just singing it for others and sparking a memory or that feeling in them through your lyrics is very powerful. And that connection 
is almost found nowhere else. And it's like almost where words fail, music speaks. And so that's the beauty of songwriting to me is I can share myself. And yes, it is. You have to be vulnerable with your song lyrics and kind of open yourself up to an audience to critique you and almost say, oh, wow, she went through that. Or is that an observation? And a lot of songs of mine, such as my latest, one of my singles this past year called Tough Times with the message of tough times don't last, tough people do. That comes from a personal experience with my father and how he had a stroke that affected my relationship with him. And I reminded him through the pandemic that tough times don't last, tough people do, which is something he had actually always reminded me growing up. And so these songs and the the just there like three minutes of expressing yourself. And that's really the beauty of it to me. And I wanted to talk to you about tough times because that, as well as that song, new normal, which you wrote about your father's stroke, you say that those writing those songs has helped you heal. Yes. So can you, can you talk about how you've used music to help you heal in 2020? And then the second is a two-part question. And then the second part of that is a lot of people, even though maybe they didn't have the specific instance that you're talking about in New Normal, because you are specifically talking about a stroke, but there is something about New Normal that just resonates for 2020. And, and so, yeah, can, can you talk, first of all, how this has helped you by writing these songs and then why it's resonated with so many people. Yes, of course. So writing songs is, again, a chance to just kind of escape reality in a sense. And so that's very beautiful. It's almost a coping mechanism for added stress this past year during the pandemic. So my life kind of and everyone's life, daily life was thrown up in kind of just like tossed aside and you had to adapt to a, what you would say, a new normal way of living. And music was my way of adapting. I spent all my time, eight, nine, 10 hours a day, writing songs, co-writing songs with different artists and producers across the globe. And that was the beauty of it. It was just a time I kind of took to myself to develop my craft and escape what was going on in the world and that hardship and that tough time, everything that everyone was facing, music was my way of coping with it. And I feel that everyone has their own way of coping with that added stress, whether it's working out, dancing, or picking up a new hobby, music was mine. And so I truly believe that singing, songwriting, or playing an instrument is healing in a sense because it helps you just kind of forget about anything that's going on and First of all, there's a lot of scientific studies that show that music therapy is like activates so much of the brain that would not be activated without that excitement. And so not just like the physical aspects that music brings, it's also the mental and emotional like healing that it does as well for someone's soul. Now, on to the second like party question, what new normal means. To me, of course, new normal is a uh, is the lyrics reflect a the dynamic relationship between my father and I before and then after his stroke and how my experiences was very daddy daughter like and then they switched from like him dropping me off at the school bus stop to me having to arrange all that and take care of him in a sense but not many people would know that unless I told them that and that's and I told them that's why I wrote the songs that's what the lyrics mean to me and then their eyes kind of open and they're like oh wow I can totally see how those lyrics completely reflect what you just said about why you wrote the song and what they mean to you but then 
when they initially listen to the song, people that I know in the audience, they're like, oh, wow, that's a new normal I'm having to deal with with my loved ones during this COVID-19 pandemic crisis that the world is facing. Or it's any time, forget about the pandemic, any time in life, there's constantly changes and constantly new normals and people having to adapt to certain things in life going in and out. My thing was my father, but that doesn't mean that every single person is going to go through what I went through. That's actually very rare because we don't all have the same experiences. We have variations of experiences with the same lessons learned and having to adapt to new normals. And so that's what new normal really has done. As a songwriter, that's really the goal is to create something that is so that resounds universally with people. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that has to be incredibly rewarding to see people embracing it and really kind of making it their little anthem to get through this time. I don't I'm not going to lie. It was a very to put out to release the song New Normal. It was very vulnerable for me in the sense that it was about a personal experience. And a lot of times you see people and artists and singers not wanting to share their personal life too much because it is personal. However, it was such a positive reaction from my like my fan base was that so many people reached out to me and said, wow that makes me feel something. And that's what it is. As a songwriter, you want to spark an emotion, a feeling inside. And so I'm really pleased that New Normal was able to do that. And that's something you've done with your music really from the beginning, because the first song that that really struck a nerve with people was about toxic relationships. I co-wrote the song with my producer, producers at the time. So I I went to IMTA, International Model and Talent Association, back in July 2019, a year and a half ago. And I won a scholarship to record and release an original song. So me and my producers that gave me the scholarship, we wrote a song called Bad Thing together. And it, it completely focuses on what teenagers are going through. They're inexperienced in relationships. And my observation of that, being a high school student at the time last year, I saw this constantly. It was like a broken record player. And so that definitely was like something I wanted to express in that song. And it was called Bad Thing. And it does reflect on teenagers going through toxic relationships, but not just teenagers. That's any and all age ranges. And so I feel that Accomplishing that led me to my next song, Tough Times, which, again, was just off of my personal experience. One of the things that stands out about your music is that the positivity that you've embraced, like your songs have such a positive message. So why is that really important for you to implement in your writing? Well, I don't believe in constantly complaining about something. I believe in being a part of the solution, being a proactive thinker. And that's just how I was raised is always trying to find a solution to a problem and not dwell on the issue. So when I recognize like toxic relationships or I recognize a tough time, well, how can I present a way of hope for the audience? Because people listen to music for a lot of things. They may be feeling an emotion, whether they're sad, happy, joyful, upset, mad, A lot of times, like tough times sparks a sadness to it just by the name. But when you listen, it's like, oh, don't dwell on those tough times and sit and and lay in them, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Kind of get through them. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. So it's important for me as a songwriter and artist to explain how I got through a tough time by being hopeful and write that in my lyrics to help others get through those tough times. And so it's just, I love to write my songs with a message of hope and a solution. And you live up to what you're saying in that song and what you just said about helping others get through it, because it's very important for you to give back. And one, I guess I want to know, where did that come from? Where did you get that sense of need to give back to others and help them along the way? I feel that it is everyone's job to give back, but it isn't just, oh, I'm going to do any community service or anything. It has to come for it to mean something to you and to others. And for you to have a passion in doing so and giving back, you have to find in your heart, number one, what are your talents and skills that are different from other, we're all, others? We're all unique in ourselves. And we all have different things to bring to the table. So you have to find out what's your talent and passion. And then in talent and skills, I mean, and then you have to see, see if it's your passion, if you want to do it every day, if you really love what you do and then make it a purpose. So mine, I love music. I sing, songwrite and play guitar. That's something that's very important to me. Then I took a personal experience with my father and how music definitely helped him. And I saw positive impact that music brought emotionally and physically to him in the recovery process after his demobilizing stroke. And I saw, wow, music is my passion. I have a personal experience with my father. How can I turn these things into my purpose? And so I do feel that giving back is the best when you can embrace something that you love in a personal experience and help others in the process. That's the best way to live out self-actualization. And so I started a nonprofit called Music for Miracle, which is an acronym that stands for Music Inspires reaches, accepts, captures, and loves equally. And honestly, I do believe music does all that because I first-handedly experienced it with my father and myself. And can you tell us what the nonprofit does? Because this is really, it's such a cool concept. I'm so happy to see somebody doing this. Thank you so much. I I do love it. That's something I want to do <laughs> in my life. It, you know, it came to me. that The title itself, the name of it, it just came to me out of the blue one day. I honestly, because that's beautiful. That's just so perfect. I swear it was like five seconds of like, oh, I want to do this. What should the name be? And then I was just thought it came. Honestly, it was meant to be if that's the way to put it. And so I feel like that's my that's what I'm put on this earth to do is to help others through my skills and my talent. And that's through music and something I love to do. So can you explain like what Music for Miracle does? I was invited to sing at St. Jude's annual showcase to raise awareness and money in support for the children's facing um, cancer. And so I did that and I loved it. Oh my goodness. I just, I felt like I made a difference by doing that and helped out and to see the kids smile that, that made me smile in return. And then I went on to the Healing Notes Foundation, which is based out of Michigan. And I sang again there and raised money for Mott's Children's Hospital in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And so then during the pandemic, I noticed with my father, every time I Zoomed him, because he is at a nursing center and I was unable to visit him, every time I would Zoom him to say hi, he would tell me, stop talking, sing for me. Sing for me. <laughs> 
It was always just sing for me. And I, and then his roommate at the nursing home heard me singing for him and wanted me to sing for him as well. So it kind of was just this chain of events of singing for the elders and patients at the nursing and rehabilitation center. And then I thought, oh, my goodness, why don't I organize artists across the uh, U.S. and across the state of Michigan to sing for children at Mott's Children's Hospital as well? So we would we, of course, had to comply to the different safety uh, in HIPAA to do this. And I had to work on this through the nonprofit and profit and make sure everything was uh, following and abiding to guidelines and rules and regulations. But I would organize different artists to sing and spend even 10, 30 minutes a day singing on like Zoom with the different patients because they can't have visitors and music was that source of entertainment. That would make them feel that everything will be okay. And that it kind of just made the time that they were alone and vulnerable in the Mott's Children's Hospital and other hospitals actually across the state of Michigan just go quicker. And so that's something I did with Music for Miracle and then donations, of course. It's just been something I want to keep building. And I'm so happy that the pandemic almost has a silver lining to me. And I feel like it's a blessing in disguise for artists and for individuals like myself, because we can see certain things that are in need. And so Music for Miracle definitely started during the pandemic because I recognize the need for entertainment when you can't have visitors for patients and music is the best way to do that. Yeah, because I know a lot of artists have really struggled with how to reach out and how to stay connected with their audience. I know some people who were get, getting set to do their first major tour and you know, the the pandemic just kind of knocked their wind out of their sails, but you've really taken it and and use that to your advantage. Like you said, you found the silver lining. So what's that going to mean going forward? You know, as for right now, I don't see us coming out of lockdown anytime soon. And so this is a sadly. Yeah. And so this is a wonderful way for you to reach people. Then as we do kind of loosen restrictions, how do you see it moving forward? Oh, I definitely see it moving forward in the sense that going in person to sing for the patients and making fundraisers and bringing the patients out to concerts when that's available. I know I don't know when the concert part will be able to happen, but that is like this is something I'm going to work on my whole life. And so there's so many different avenues and paths I can take it. And I'm just excited to see where it is right now. COVID is very difficult, but I feel that what we're doing and the people involved in it is just making patients smile when they still can't have visitors in the state of Michigan. And I I plan on growing it actually to where St. Jude's Hospital is in Memphis, Tennessee. I've worked with several times and other states across the U.S. and potentially a global reach. Yeah, I think that's so necessary. And when you're doing these shows, is it one-on-one? Do you, do they have a few people gathered or how is, how is it being done? So actually it depends. A lot of times it's just when the patients are in their room, I, I have organized where I've set up different meeting times and slots that in between treatments that I can FaceTime them, Zoom them or whatever way that like tablet. A lot of times it would pre-record. I would pre-record and other artists I would bring in would pre-record themselves singing songs of hope. So I would sing Tough Times Don't Last or my song called High on Hope. And we would just stream it for them and they would watch it on the televisions in the rooms of the patients. And so then actually sometimes 
two times I did where it was in the common recreation center at the hospitals and nursing homes where all the people came together and actually uh, sat six feet apart. It was really cute with masks on. (laughs) And we all kind of took turns with a digital concert. If you could say we're on zoom, each of us saying it was almost Nashville style rounds where one singer sang a four minute song, then it would switch to the next. And then we all kind of sing a song together. That's terrific. I love that. And people can get so much out of something like that. And especially right now, I I think it is so important for us to find those little ways to be able to reach out and connect. And to your point, music is one of the great ways to connect emotionally and to connect with our past with good memories. And it really changes our brain patterns. Exactly. So what is it that you hope overall as you you know, what's exciting is that you're just starting on your career. You have already done so much. And tell us how old you are again. 18. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I think I'm so excited to see where you go with this because what you've already done and the dreams and the vision that you have to, to propel you forward, I think you're going to do some really amazing things. So what's next for you? I mean, I know you're, you, we're limited right now. We can't go yeah. out and you're not doing live shows obviously you do do things through zoom but what is next are you writing do you have some things coming up oh i have (laughs) i'm so excited i just recorded a couple more videos acoustic and um actual music videos this past week during thanksgiving and i'm so excited to share them with you all this next year in 2021 i really i think that it will be a breakout year in the sense that i've i've taken this year to find my style and find my like what I love in music in my genre and I've really developed that to the sense that I've been writing so many songs and co-writing songs that this next year I'll be proud of myself for the songs I'll release and of course if I can get to do live performances because that's what I love the most is being on stage and performing connecting with an audience that's right in front of you. I would love that too. But I have I have a holiday song, another holiday song coming out this Friday, and then one right before the new year. And oh, really? Then- Can you tell us about that? What's the one, first of all, the one coming out? Uh, when this runs, it'll have already come out. So what's the first one? Yes, it is Put a Little Magic. And that one's really cute because it's just like, what is the holiday? It's very positive and uplifting as well because the holiday season is magical. And it's it's just a fun song. And that's something I had a great time doing was the holiday EP that I've been releasing slowly because it's such a change from the typical songs I write, which have almost a message of hope in them. But holiday is just like, oh, it's the whole song and every lyric in it is cheerful. Thank you. Thank you for sitting down with us and for the music that you're making. Oh, no. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed talking to you. That was Anissa Sheikh talking to us about her music and her nonprofit organization, Music for Miracle. If you'd like to learn more about Anissa, watch her videos, or follow her on social media, just visit us at livehappynow.com and follow the links. That is all we have time for today. We'll meet you back here again next week for an all-new episode. And until then, this is Paula Phelps reminding you to make every day a happy one.